Star Wars 7x7 episode 1426. Today we're going to explain how that cameo at the end of Solo A Star Wars Story is even possible, and a note from the corrections department about our box office discussion from yesterday. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Boybot, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, from the corrections department, let's start off there. A YouTube viewer by the name of Tim Wilcock very kindly and politely pointed out that I had mixed up some of my numbers in reporting about the performance of Solo compared to its Memorial Day weekend predecessors. It turns out that I was not quite careful enough when I was looking at the box office mojo numbers and was reporting Solo's four-day against a bunch of other folks' three-day totals, and so I went back and redid the numbers, and so here is the actual deal. So Solo is, in fact, as reported by other outlets, the best-performing movie for Memorial Day weekend in the last four years. It was back in 2014 that something did better than Solo A Star Wars Story did. That would be by Days of Future Past, that X-Men movie. And it was also bested in the last ten years by Fast and Furious 6, and just barely, just by a couple hundred thousand by The Hangover Part 2. So in the last 10 years, it takes fourth place as far as Memorial Day weekends go. So my apologies for getting the numbers wrong yesterday, and thank you again, Tim, for pointing it out and also being very polite in the way you pointed it out. You know, I know I keep mentioning that particular point, but hey, it's really awesome to come across folks on, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or any other social media platform, who are having a civilized dialogue about anything related to Star Wars. And I've been very lucky to be engaging in a lot of constructive conversations, and Tim's was one. So thank you very much, Tim. Really appreciate it. Now, to the business at hand for today, which is the explanation of that cameo at the end of Solo, A Star Wars story and how it's possible. And this would be the point at which I would issue a spoiler warning if you need it, which is to say that if you have not seen Solo, A Star Wars Story, and you do not want this aspect of it spoiled for you, then by all means, save this episode for a later date. But if you're okay with digging into it, well then, hey, let's dig into it. So the person that we're talking about, the character that we're talking about who showed up at the end of Solo, A Star Wars Story is none other than Maul. You might recall him as Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace. If you you have only watched the movies and you haven't indulged in any other Star Wars media, be it TV shows or comic books or anything like that, then you might be shocked to learn that Darth Maul actually survived his encounter with Obi-Wan Kenobi in The Phantom Menace. And I will say in full disclosure that this one kind of drives me a little nuts because... I mean, the guy was cut in half. And yes, I understand that he's an alien. So, you know, my ideas about how if you slice a person in half, that person should be dead. Like, it can't necessarily apply to aliens, right? I kind of have to give it a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But I mean, come on, really? He cut him in half. And somehow Maul actually survived that <laughs> dismemberment. I mean, that's not even dismemberment. That's just utter dissection or, you know, any other word you want to use to just say, hey, he was totally sliced up. I mean, no bottom half of his body. And yeah, you could then raise the question of, well... You know, where 
<laughs> Where are the parts of Darth Maul that would allow for him to evacuate waste fluids and substances and solids from his body? Because I feel like they ought to have been removed from the top half of his body. We don't know for sure, as we don't know that much about Zabrak anatomy, I guess. But be that as it may, he apparently did survive. And it was his hate and his rage and his anger that caused him to have enough will to grab onto an air vent as he was falling down that giant shaft on Naboo and he was able to make it into a trash compactor and eventually ended up on an outer rim planet called Lotho Minor. And he managed to survive even though he was going rather insane and he also got a weird set of spider legs, like six legs or something like that, kind of crazy. And eventually he was found by his mom by way of his brother. So now you get into the whole Dathomir, the Night Sisters, and... <laughs> Stuff like that, which was detailed in the Clone Wars cartoon series. And so, long story short, he was eventually discovered by his brother, Savage Opress. Yeah, that's his name. And brought back to Dathomir, where in a Night Sister ritual, his mind was restored to him. And he said, okay, it's time for me to set out on a quest for revenge, not just against the Jedi, but against the Sith as well. And so... Various capers and attempts to get revenge later. One of the things that he eventually did was form something called the Shadow Collective, which was an alliance of various criminal organizations, including the Pikes, the Huts, and the Mandalorian Death Watch. So he has a history with criminal organizations and working with them and through them, too. Ultimately, though, it was the Separatists that defeated the Shadow Collective, and Maul went into hiding on Mandalore, where near the end of the Clone Wars, there was a battle in which he actually briefly fought Ahsoka Tano, and he was captured, but Ahsoka had to make one of those choices where it's either save Captain Rex or kill Darth Maul, and, you know, she saved Rex, and so Maul escaped, blah, 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 and he disappeared for some unknown period of time until he shows up in Solo, a Star Wars story, and we find out that he is the mastermind behind this Crimson Dawn criminal syndicate. And based on the official guide for Solo, a Star Wars story, that would put it at about 11 BBY, so eight years after Revenge of the Sith, that his appearance in Solo, a Star Wars story takes place. And that would also put it, if I'm doing my math right, that would put it at about seven or eight years prior to his appearance in Star Wars Rebels when he shows back up in that TV series. And that, in a nutshell, is everything you need to know about Darth Maul, now just Maul, in this time period. And I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll do Last Jedi Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. May the 4th is Star Wars Day, and it's also the date of our 1400th episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book for just $7.77. That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros, just $7.77 at SW7X7.com slash TFA for the U.S. version of Amazon, or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you what kind of ship is being piloted by Tally, and that is an A-Wing fighter. Today's question for you is, how do the bombs and the resistance bombers actually make their way out of the resistance bomber? This was a rather controversial point for The Last Jedi, but there is a reasonable explanation. What is it? And that is going to do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, 
and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!